Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you want something real and to have a good time, put a smile on your face. Yeah, can't be Elation Radio. Mm-hmm. Even brighten your day.
Hi, this is Apostle Dawn Westbrook. Join me on Shabbat Saturday here at Elation Radio at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we Shabbat the Lord and declare the word of the Lord over your life for this hour. Shalom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That was none other than Kim Adair. I should say Dr. Kimberly Adair. Amen. Powerful song, Bleeding Heart. She mentioned something in her bio. I mean, it's such a powerful, powerful song if you listen to the lyrics. She said um, in one of her interviews that she had to go through everything, everything that she experienced for the sake of making this particular album. And you can certainly hear that it was a moment of self-examination. It was a moment of resetting her mind as she tells each and every one of us in the lyrics to reset our minds and lay aside our differences, amen, in the body of Christ and open up your heart. Powerful, powerful, powerful song. Thank you so much, Dr. Timmy Kim, for releasing that song in our hearing prior to Shabbat Saturday. It certainly did touch my heart, and I hope that it touched the heart of those that have gathered here on Shabbat Saturday. We are so grateful and thankful for another opportunity to come before you that are gathered here on the call with us and those that will be listening on the replay. Amen. When it's loaded onto YouTube, we pray that this day indeed will bless you because of the word of God that will be released in your hearing. So I want to say first and foremost, as I always do, as we come to Shabbat the Lord on today, here on Shabbat Saturday, I send up a resounding hallelujah and thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we were created just for that. Our life should be a worship unto him every day. As we lay down our lives, amen, and pick up our cross and deny ourselves and follow him. We were created for worship. Did you know that, people of God? I say that each and every Saturday that I come here on Shabbat Saturday, we were created for worship. It certainly is demonstrated in the word itself when it says in Revelations 4, 11, You are worthy. You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power. Hallelujah. Created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. We were created to worship. So we lift up our hands, and we bless his name on today. We are so thankful just for the opportunity to come and shabak him on today and to lift up a hallelujah and a thank you, Jesus, for all that he has done and is doing on behalf of his people. We were created for worship to Shabbat our sovereign God. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, hello, everyone. Kingdom blessings to each of you. Amen. This is your host of Shabbat Saturday. Apostle Dawn Westbrook, also known as PD, and that's what we do. Amen? So I want to thank you for tuning in on this special Shabbat Saturday broadcast with our returning special guest, Apostle Charles Keeley of Men on the Front Line. It's a weekly broadcast, and the Ecclesia Family Worship Center in none other than Charlotte, North Carolina. Amen. So it is such a blessing to have the man of God here with us again. Hallelujah. Pray that you have come with an expectation to hear a Kairos word from the Spirit of God in your hearing on today. But first of all, listen. We've heard of so many tragedies occurring around the world, in Turkey, amen, in California, amen, and then another incident of shootings that are occurring. My God, today, there is indeed a great shaking going on in the heavenly realms, and it says, as it is in heaven, so let it be in this earth realm. But you and I, 
as men and women of God, we have been given the authority to speak and say something in this hour. Amen. So I pray that you are not allowing the enemy to muzzle your mouth, especially those who are the called and the elect, his prophets and his oracles and his apostles and his pastors and teachers and evangelists in the name of Jesus. But yet we are still given this authority, but also we are given the opportunity to lift up our voices and sabbat him, our awesome God, and encourage you, our listening audience, and those that will be listening on the replay. Why? Again, that's because we were created to do that. We were created, you and I, for that very thing. We are the instruments in the hand of God in this earth realm, in Jesus' name. And according to 1 Thessalonians, amen, chapter 5, the word tells us, Every day, this day in particular, amen, that we are able to come here on this platform, this is the day that the Lord has given me to be accountable for, this day to render a Shabbat unto him, this day that he has created and made for you and I, this day that we rejoice and are glad in it. And by George, that is what we are going to do right now, glory to God. But again, I'm very thankful and I'm honored for our special anointed, oh, Jesus, powerful, humble man of God. He's like a big old teddy bear, amen. But listen, don't let the outward exterior fool you because the man of God walks in the authority, kingdom authority, amen, and rule in the name of Jesus because he knows who he is and whose he is. So I pray that the word that he releases in our hearing on today, I pray it encourages you. I pray that it strengthens you today, and I pray if you need to be inspired, if you need a push, that you will receive that on today. I'm going to pray, and then the next voice we hear will be that of none other than Apostle Charles Keeley. In the name of Jesus, praise God. Hallelujah. Father God, right now, we cover this call with your blood. Hallelujah. We cover, Lord God, your people with the blood. We cover, Lord God, this moment that we have gathered with your blood. I pray, Lord God, that our mouths are governed by you. So allow your angels to come and minister to your people on today through the word of God that is released in our hearing today, Lord God, in this hour. I pray that we have the truth that will set your people free, release out of our mouths, Lord God. I pray that you bless your people, bless their minds and their hearts, Father God. We release healing today and peace to the families that have suffered loss, Lord God, in Turkey and abroad, Lord God. We pray that you comfort their hearts today, Father God. Take full charge over this call, this broadcast, Father God. And we loose ourselves into your service this day here on Shabbat Saturday. Father God, cover our mouths and the pores that are governed by you. You alone, let no flesh be glorified. Hallelujah. And I thank you for this Shabbat Saturday broadcast, particularly, Lord God, that has been released by your Holy Spirit. I pray that your people indeed will be changed. I pray, Lord God, that their hearts will be prayed, that they will gain understanding and revelation in the name of Jesus. And now, Lord, let our words be life and revelation to the hearers and bless all with blessing unending, a hundredfold return, Father God. It is from you and not from our intellects or our flesh, Father God but straight from the throne room of God that your people will receive a rhema word in the name of Jesus. I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Apostle Charles Keeley, man of God, welcome, welcome, welcome. We thank the Lord for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. Bless you, man of God. I thank the Lord for you on here today. You were here with us just 
last week, I believe it was, amen, and people of God, if you can go to YouTube, the replay is there, it indeed was a life, another life-changing word from the Spirit of God, amen, and we bless the Lord for you again, man of God, I want you to take your time and come forth and bless God's people with another dynamic and life-changing word from the Lord, amen, And we bless the Lord for the next voice that you will hear is Apostle Charles Keeley, man of God. The Spirit of God used you now for his people. I yield. The mic is yours. The Lord bless you. Amen. God bless you, Apostle. It is good to be here another time um, just to uplift the name of Jesus. Happy that he woke us up this morning. I thank you for all of your staff and people who are behind the scenes that uh, help help you and me sound good and uh, sound professional and all of that. Uh, we bless the Lord for all of you. Uh, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. If you will today, uh, we have a, a word that comes from the Lord. It's found in Matthew's the, six, the 19th chapter. Matthew's 19, and we're going to begin reading verse 16. I'm going to start there, and then I'm going to hop down to verse 21, and we'll tell you what we're talking about, and we'll move uh, as the Lord uh, allows us. Matthew's 19 and 16 says, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I might have eternal life? Again, and behold, one came uh, and said unto him, Jesus, good master, what good thing shall I do that I might have eternal life? Let's go down to verse 21. Uh, Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasures in heaven and come and follow me. Uh, Lord, as a blessing to read us here, most of all doers of his word. I just want to talk a little bit today. Uh, we all know this story. It's an old familiar story in the, in the, in the Bible um, uh, about the rich young ruler. I want to talk about the ruler, the riches, and the reward. The ruler, the riches, and the reward. Uh, my dad, uh, I heard him preach this sermon one time. I come from a family of, of, of ministers and church lineage. Uh, but my dad used to uh, preach this sermon. He said that the, the rich young ruler, he only had six problems. First three problems was that he was young, he was rich, and he was a ruler. And, my, and then he said his last three problems were that he was young, he was rich, and he was a ruler. Uh, The answer simplified by Jesus, all he was saying to the rich young ruler is, uh, uh, you will gain by losing. Uh, It's it's a paradox, if you will. You you gain by losing. You rise by falling. You live by dying. You win by losing. Jesus says, if you want to be great, then you have to serve. And and if... uh, you want to be first, then you have to be last. Uh, if you want to gain things in the kingdom, then you're going to have to turn loose of some things. This message is so important that it is mentioned uh, three times. Uh, it is mentioned three times in the four gospel writers. So let's 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 look at it uh, a little closer. The text suggests that we are dealing with someone who has power someone who has authority, and I think it would be safe to say since he has power and he has authority that he's used to having things his way. He's used to buying whatever he wants. He's used to calling the shots. He is accustomed to being in charge. He is drawn to Jesus because in most of the accounts prior to this, Jesus is blessing children. And and he is saying to the crowds that are following him, uh, except you become as a child, you cannot enter unto the kingdom of heaven unless you become helpless, 
become a helpless child. Unless you become a, a, a dependent child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Notice that the rich young ruler ruler is everything but dependent. He is anything but helpless. Uh, but as drawn as he was to Jesus, there's one fatal flaw in his thinking. Because he is accustomed to getting everything he wants. He thinks that uh, he has uh, to do something or to earn something or to buy something or to uh, 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 have something or to gain, to gain eternal life. He rules. He is a ruler. He's in charge. He is the captain of his own soul. He is the master of his own fate. He controls his own destiny. He has made life choices that has brought him to the very top of success. He's strong. He's he's young. He's rich. He's handsome. Uh, uh, some people will say he has life by the tail. He doesn't need uh, 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 anything but eternal life. He thinks that he can acquire it. He 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 thinks that he can pay for it. Uh, uh, he thinks that he can do something to merit it, uh, or, or or do good do good enough to deserve it, or be smart enough to think his way through it, or be attractive enough to smile at it. He 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 really thinks that he is still ruling when he comes to Jesus. Just like some folks in, in on this line or, or all over the world, people think that they are really in charge. Uh, 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 that some people think that they really have it going on uh, uh, up there where you reside at. You, you, you really think you have the world by the tail. Uh, you think you're in control. You're healthy. You, you're, you're strong. Uh, 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 you got eyes to see. You have a, a, a nice car. You have a house. Uh, on the hill, you got a 401k plan. You have a plan A, you have a plan B, and you have a plan C. You're doing it, and nobody is making moves like you. No one can can stop you. You're young. You're you're college educated. You're smart. You're good looking. You you are well connected. You know all the right people. You're a a a, a Phi Delta Phi. You you are an Eastern Star. You are the prelate of a of of a uh uh uh, uh, uh You got money. You have the influence. You you have the white picket fence. And you have the green shrubbery around your house. You got a beautiful wife. You got it all together, and you think that you are ruling. Like many uh, of us, this rich young ruler is stuck uh, in a spiritual man's no land, no man's land. He he is. Uh, listen to this now. You hear me good today. He is too religious to enjoy sin, and he's too sinful. To enjoy Christ, my God. He's too religious to enjoy sin, and he's too sinful to enjoy Christ. He has uh, enough Jesus to be informed, but not enough Jesus to be transformed. That sounds like this world that we live in today. Yeah, they have enough Jesus uh, to be informed, but they don't have enough Jesus to be transformed. Listen to me good, my brothers. And, and my sisters, we mess up people when we make people think that they can follow Jesus on their own terms. God will not accept you on your terms. Uh, I wish I had a witness on this line. You, you don't make the rules when it comes to the kingdom of heaven. You don't call any shots when it comes to God. God is in complete control. So we mislead people when, when, when they think that they can bring something to the table when it comes to the kingdom. We cheapen the gospel by allowing people to think that they can buy in to this gospel without selling out to this gospel. We, we do them a great disservice. Shame on us. We have made the church become so convenient. Uh, we, have be, we have made being Christian too comfortable. Uh, uh, so, so, so now we see folks who will sit here on on Sunday mornings and have that attitude and be looking like and acting like God needs them, rather than they needing God. Everything 
we have belonged to God. Without him, uh, you and I, we all would fail. The air we breathe belongs to God. I can't move my arms and my legs without him. And in him do I live and have breathe and have my existence. You don't rule anything. We don't rule anything. Jesus says to this young man, you know the commandments uh, 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 and keep them. And, and he says to Jesus, which commandments are you talking about? Uh, and Jesus uh, gives him the second part of the commandments that have to do with the humanity of man's duty towards another man, how we are to treat one another. He says, uh, don't kill anyone. He says, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie. Honor your mother and your father. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Not to be outdone, this young fellow turns to Jesus and says, well, I've been doing all of that since I was in my youth. Since I was a young fellow, I've been doing all those things uh, that you mentioned uh, to me just now. And, and, and then he looks at Jesus again and says, so if I've been doing that, then what am I lacking? Then Jesus gets right, right down to it. He says, you will be perfect. And if uh, you will submit to God's minimum, then sell all you have and give to the poor. And then come back to me and resubmit uh-huh, your application. The Bible says he turned away sorrowfully because he had great possessions. You see, his heartstring was tied to his checkbook. He had a full safe but he had an empty soul. He had a fat bank account, but he had a spirit, a skinny spirit. He was, he was like most in the church. We know the price of everything, but don't know the value of anything. Uh, 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 let me look at the text here uh, uh, for a, a, a quick minute here. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, it is harder for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And my brothers and my sisters, we get lost right here in the text because uh, first thing we need to understand is, is that Jesus is not condemning the rich. Uh, Abraham was rich. Job was rich. Solomon was rich. Uh, listen to me now. God is not against riches. Riches will not keep you uh, uh, out of heaven. But get this, being poor won't get you in either. <laughs> so he's not against uh, riches. Uh, uh, the, I, I need to stop here for a minute because a lot of the old preachers used to mess this uh, uh, going through the eye of uh, uh, it's harder, it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Uh, I, I remember uh, vividly uh, as a youngster hearing preachers preach about, you know, when he's talking about the eye, you know, you know the eye of the needle when you're trying to get the thread through there and you're straining and you're squinting and you're trying to get uh, the needle threaded. They taught it like that. And that was a misrepresentation of the scripture. In ancient times, they had gates around the city, and, and, and they had what they called the eye of the needle on sides of the gates. And if you got in uh, uh, late to the city when they had closed the gate, then sometimes uh, you, 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 they would try to enter uh, uh, through the eye. Uh, but one thing, if you notice about a camel, which was the mode of transportation, uh, the camel uh, cannot bend. It can it, it can lay down, but it cannot crawl. And, and in order for the camel to get through the eye of the needle on that gate, he had to literally be crawled through. He had to crawl through that, that, that eye on the side of the gate. What Jesus was saying to us and what we need to grab from that lesson, it is easier for a, a, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to give up his uh, uh, riches. What Jesus was showing us, in the ancient times there was a gate and there was only one way in. That's what he's trying to get us to see. There's only one way in. You 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 can't buy your way in. You you can't you know all the things that you think you are doing to get in. That 
uh, analogy is to show us that there's only one way in. The, the old folks say he's so high you can't get over him. He's so wide that you can't go around him. He's so low that you can't go under him. What they said was you must come in at the door. I, I just needed to uh, uh, point that out. Here's what I need uh, uh, the ears of your heart to hear. We do a disservice to this text when we strip the text, when we lessen the severity of what Jesus is saying to us. We, we need money. We, need, uh, we have to eat. We have to pay our bills. God uh, wants us to have all the best things that life has to offer us. The problem is when we put our riches in front of God, when you uh, uh, get possessed by your possessions, now you have a problem. What I'm trying to tell you, my brothers and my sisters, today is hold on to what you have, not with a tight grip, but hold on to it with a loose grip. Because here it is, because one day it's going to leave you, that stuff you hold it on to, or one day you're going to leave it. Uh, you must always be careful about thinking uh, 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 about thinking that because you have a nice house, you feel that God is blessing you. Be careful on that thinking. Hold it with a loose grip because understand this, you have a nice house, but drug dealers have a nice house as well. You might feel like you have nice clothes and things that you believe God is blessing you with, but sinners have nice things as well. But if it was God, why are you so high in your mind? If God was blessing you with it, why are you so arrogant? Uh, you think you have money that you are better than most. All I can say is be careful of, of, of how you hold on tight to the things that you think your possessions that you think that are important to you because I stopped by to tell you all today that one bad spell of sickness will take all your money and then the doctors in the hospitals will be counting your dollars. Uh, uh, you can uh, go to uh, service on tonight or tomorrow or whenever you go to service and come back and all your worldly possessions can be burnt down in a fire. But all I want you to know is I was praising God before I got the stuff. I'm going to praise God after the stuff. I don't want my house to catch on fire, but if it should catch on fire and all I have is these blue jeans and this T-shirt that I have on, then you're going to see me somewhere in these jeans and in these shirts, lifting my hand and still giving God the praise. Well, let me go ahead and close this. I don't want to bore anybody today with this, with this word. I've told you about the ruler. I have talked about the riches. Uh, uh, let me close telling you about the rewards. You remember the Bible says that the young man walked away sorrowful. Now, Jesus and his disciples were broke. Mm -hmm. They, they could have used this rich man's money. They could have used his uh, influence. They could have used his connections. This man could have been profitable to Jesus' ministry. But Jesus... Uh, just like we should be, won't use anyone who put their riches before his God. Ah, uh, uh, God, help me preach it today. Uh, after the man walks away uh, from uh, one of the disciples, uh, uh, after he walks away, one of the disciples says to him, who then can be saved? If a rich man can't get in, and if a poor man can't get in, who then can be saved? The whole point of this message is it's impossible to get in heaven without Jesus. Y'all better give him a praise right there. You, if you're rich, you still need Jesus. If, you, if you're poor, you still need Jesus. If you're good, it's still impossible to get into heaven without Jesus. If you're bad, it's impossible to get into heaven without Jesus. I don't care how good you're saying, you still need Jesus. It's impossible to get into heaven without Jesus. I don't care how good you preach, it's impossible to get into heaven without Jesus. When I think about, oh, oh God, uh, I, you know, these are times when I, 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 you know, I like the way the Lord used me. I'm very transparent, and this is one of them transparent times when, when I think about how low down I used to be. And, and can I tell on myself, when I think about how low down on any given day I still can be. Uh, 
Oh, God. When I think about uh, what a liar I have been uh, um, uh, in my past, and, and when I think about uh, what a liar I still am, when, when, when I think about all the mistakes I've made in my past and how God should have wiped me out a long time ago, when I think about how mean I have been and how unfaithful I have been, and God still chooses to stand me up uh, uh, from, uh, from Sunday to Sunday and allow me to preach his word. Out of all the things I do, God still stands me up and give me opportunity to come on a podcast and, and, and minister to his people. Uh, he still lets me breathe his air and he still lets me come into his presence god i'm amazed that you still save me in spite of all of that now let me not make light of the scripture let me give you the reward it was peter who said lord we have gave up everything to follow you we cast out our nets we left our families Uh, lord what's in it for me and, and, and quiet has kept a, a lot of people uh, uh, have come into ministry nowadays with that same attitude, what's in it for me? Uh, uh, what, what do I get by being faithful? What do I gain uh, 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 by, by giving my tithes? And, 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 and nowadays the, the ministry makes it easy for you. You give your tithes and give you a, a, a tax return. And, and, you know, all of those things, man, what must I do? What do I have to do? Mm, yeah, uh, 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 what's in it for me? Well, let me close it like this. Let me close it like this. In A.D. 44, James, the brother of Jesus, uh, was killed with a sword. Uh, you want to know what's in it for you? Luke was hung from an olive tree. These are the disciples of Jesus. You want to know what's in it for you? Thomas was pierced with a uh, pine spear, tortured and burned alive. You want to know what's in it for you? In A.D. 54, Philip was crucified but kept on preaching while he was hanging on a cross. Do you really want to know what's in it for you? Matthews was stabbed in the back while preaching in Ethiopia. Ethiopia, do you want to know what's in it for you? I'm glad you asked the question today. James was thrown 300 feet off the southeast wall of the temple. You want to know what's in it for you? Simon was crucified. Thaddeus was beaten to death. Matthias, who replaced Judas, was stoned and then beheaded. Peter was crucified upside down. John was the only one who died of natural causes, and that was even after the things he had been through, like being boiled and and all alive. You want to know what's in it for you? Uh, Let me help somebody today to to follow Christ. Uh, I'm not saying this is all that's in it for you, but to follow Christ, get used to pain. Get used to suffering. People are going to lie on you. Folk you love will walk out on you. People uh, you help the most will talk bad about you. People you have been good to will hurt you. Your children will break your heart. Loved ones will criticize you. Church folk will misunderstand you. That's what's in it for you. Get ready because you're going to have to cry sometimes. But, but let me tell you what else is in for you because the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy, our God, comes in the morning. So as I close this message on today, as I conclude my thought on today, what's in it for you is what we don't want to do, what most folk don't want to do. We don't want to be broken for one, and then we don't want to die for two. Yeah, you you have to die to follow Christ. You got to die to your beliefs. You got to die to your way. You got to die to your way of thinking. You got to die to how you do things. You have to now get on God's page. And it's a paradox I told you from the beginning because to die means I live. Ah, God, my God. To lose means I gain. And so, and so, so we have to learn how to die. If you want what, what God has for you, Learn to die, preachers. Learn to die, leaders. Learn to die, brothers. Learn to die, my sisters. Uh, I have died of many of death. I had to die to lying. I had to die to cheating. I had to die to drinking. I had to die to going places I had no business, viewing things I had no business. But and I thought that I would lose the fun in life. 
But let me tell you something. When I died, uh, yeah, I'm having the time of my life. So my conclusion today is uh, to you rich young rulers that's listening to me, die. Die. Learn to submit your life to him. Give God your heart. Give God your heart. Learn how to die. Because lest we die, we are no good for the kingdom. Because when we are alive, we come with our own thoughts. We come with our own ambitions. We come with our own uh, way of thinking. I was talking on my on my on my uh, Facebook thing the other day, and I was saying we we mess stuff up because uh, uh, when we get to the point that we feel like we can't handle folk no more, we exile them from church. Uh, we we wash our hands of them, and we say that they can't. We say on one hand they can come as they are, but they can't come in our church dressed in drag. We have to learn how to die that we'll be able to handle these assignments that God has given us. You might not realize that I'm going to help somebody right now. It's not the same old ministry. It's not the same old way of doing things. Uh, a, a lot of, uh, of the saints of God that, that I came up under, they are all dying or either dead. And, then, and now we have this new woke generation. We have this new cancer culture that we have to deal with. And there's no way we're going to deal with it holding on to our ideologies. We have to let it go. We have to die so that God can in, in infiltrate our spirit and inform us and give us wisdom how we should be able to handle his people. Because don't get it uh, twisted. Don't get it confused. This homosexual got just as much right to the tree of life as all of us. Uh, 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 the, the lesbian got much more right, just as much right to the tree of life as all of us. Just think about who you were before God laid his hands on you. Just think about how you live before God laid his hands on you. Oh, God, let me, let me, let me calm down. Listen, thanks to God, die. That's all I came on here today to tell you is die. If you want to, if you want to know what's in it for you, if you want to really experience the real uh, uh, nature and way of God, then learn how to die. Apostle Westbrook is yours. Okay. My God, today, man of God, you've come and you've done it again. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just, you know, listen, listen, people of God. First of all, thank you so much for just obeying the Holy Spirit, Apostle Chile, and releasing that word. Certainly in our hearing, I believe it is indeed a word of instruction for the people of God, specifically as you related it to the rich young ruler and then ending it, bottom line, letting go of some things, amen, dying to this flesh. I did want to say something specifically, amen, that just takes the core in me. When you said, you know, here we have someone who is used to having power and authority, amen, <laughs> him being a, being a captain, amen, of his life, glory to God, a master of his soul, glory to God, as he thinks in his own understanding. But the scripture uh-huh. says that whoever exalts himself shall be abased. Yes. Yes. And he that humbles himself shall be exalted. And mm. as you were speaking, all I could hear the Spirit of the Lord saying was, as you know, in 2023, much of our processing that we're going through, just as this this young ruler did not come to understand, but just to see the grace of God, even then trying to give him understanding and wisdom, is that we need to embrace humility, humility. Yes. And learn to walk in humbleness, irrespective of our titles, credentials, brand, or platform in Jesus' name. This man, as you said, was indeed stuck in, you said, a spiritual limbo or, you know, stuck in a spiritual place where he thought in his own understanding. I want to keep emphasizing that, that mm. it was enough for him to be informed, but he was not yet transformed. Amen. Following all the religious rituals, but not truly gaining understanding of the transformation that it was supposed to, is supposed to, will take place when we yield 
and when we die to our flesh. Everything you said so eloquently belongs to God. And if, if you and I, Apostle, or, or anyone else, particularly those in leadership, if we are to be perfected, the scripture tells us very specifically that we're supposed to put on something. That means put on Christ, amen, put on God as his chosen ones in the name of Jesus. Put on compassion, put on, you know, humility, put on meekness, put on patience in the name of Jesus. As we humble ourselves before him, he will exalt us. Truly, the Bible has reiterated that over and over and over again, particularly, amen, I think of James, amen, an awesome book. Small but very poignant in the New Testament. You know, the Father gives us grace, glory to God, grace to humble us, do it in our own flesh. Just there's no good thing in this flesh. Amen. If the flesh does not love us, it will never cooperate. Glory to God. And he opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble in Jesus' name. I thank the Lord for that analogy out of the word of God as you release it in our hearing. Amen. As you mentioned also, the eye of the needle, hallelujah. And I thought about the camels, how the camels, they bow down on their knees to take on a load. Mm -hmm. So that means that they have to bow down to unload. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. And how the Spirit of the Lord wants each and every one of us similarly, amen, to unload our material possessions in order to walk in the way, the straight and narrow way, glory Mm. to God, to enter into the kingdom. So we need to be careful of what we are holding on to so closely, you know, because it becomes an uh, an idol. It becomes idolatry. And the Father will certainly turn away his love from them who cling to worthless idols, is what the scripture Mm. says. And how do we do that? Again, I thank you again. We die. You said we have to die. We have to deny ourselves. Because whoever wants to be his disciple must deny themselves and take Mm. their cross daily and follow him. That's what the Mm. scripture says. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if we are his sheep, we're going to hear his voice. And those that know his voice, they're going to follow him. In the name of Jesus. And if we are going to carry our cross, then that means that we're going to follow him. Because if we do not, then we cannot be his disciples, is what right. the scripture says. My God, today, thank you so much, man of God, for this word. Indeed, it is a very kairos word, amen, for the people of God, but a great word of instruction. And what we fail to remember is that God's kingdom is about theocracy, not democracy. Amen? (laughs) Glory to God. We seem to miss that. But I want to thank you again for your obedience. Thank you for your humility. Amen. I call you the gentle anointed giant in Jesus' name. (laughs) And I love you, you, man of God. You know I love love me some. Prophetess and Chile, too. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And I'm so grateful, grateful, grateful for what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in the both of you. Can't wait to hear the both of you on the Elation Radio platform in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus. But I yes. want you to do something. Would you now just render a prayer of salvation to those that are struggling? Amen. They are are in between. Amen. Walking in complete obedience and living this life out, dying to self daily. Or even those that do not know our Savior Jesus, amen, as their personal Lord and Savior, that they may have an opportunity to come to know him and to be instructed and to hear his voice, amen, and learn how to walk this thing out, dying to self daily and what that all entails. As the Spirit of the Lord would would release you to do so, would you now pray in Jesus' name? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Saints of God, let us uh, bow our heads. 
Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come today. We just want to say thank you. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for uh, never uh, walking away from us, God. We, we, we come today, God, for those who are in between uh, uh, coming to you or making another uh, bad decision. God, we ask you right now that you will uh, touch the young man or the young lady's heart uh, that, that, are, that is in the twix of God. Help them to see and know you for themselves in the pardon of their sins. Oh, God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will give them a God experience. Yeah, yeah, give them a God experience that, that reaches way beyond my voice and any other voice that they have heard, uh, uh, the ones who have hurt them, and even the preachers and teachers who have tried to help them, God. Give them a real God experience that they will have no doubt in their mind that it is you that is speaking to their heart. It is you that is directing them to this way. God, that is what I pray, that 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 you will give them a God experience that will lead them into the way of salvation, uh, the deliverance of sin, that they might uh, begin to walk in the way that you will have them to walk. Uh, uh, it, it is it is easy for us to stand, God, uh, to, and say, uh, you know, uh, and repeat them the, the the sinner's prayer and all of those things that we do, uh, God. And they they are proven things that work, oh God, uh, God. But I, I I feel in my spirit that there's some that are listening who are uh, stubborn in their spirit that have not had a real God experience. They've seen us jump and shout. They've seen us testify. They've seen us, oh God, oh God, uh, but I, I just pray today that you will give them um, a God experience. Touch them, God. Meet them at their point of need. Help them to see that there's nothing that they've done so bad and so wrong that you will not forgive them of their sin. They have not found relief uh, from some things they have done. They have not uh, uh, been able to forgive themselves for places they've been and things they've done and acts that they've committed, oh God. But we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you will breathe on them, oh God, breathe on their lives and, and, and breathe on their, in their conscience, oh God, that they will want to do, uh, as the Bible says, come running, I yield. I yield, don't want to uh, sin any longer, God. We ask you right now in the name of Jesus because sometimes we can talk to our children. Sometimes we try to get them in the right, right way. Sometimes we try to get family members and, and others in the right way and they have become numb or dull to our voice, oh God. So God, right now, even in that, God, we ask that you will refresh our anointing, that we'll be able to reach those that are close and near and dear to us, oh God, that we'll be able to show them, oh God, uh, that you are alive. And God, there's any Thing that we're doing, that they are seeing us do, oh God, uh, not walking right, not not behaving as men and women, oh God, oh God, I pray that you would even uh, strengthen our walk, encourage us, God, and help us to see that there's always someone watching, there's always someone paying attention, and the best sermon that we preach, oh God, is not the one that we speak, but it's the one that we live, and so God, we ask you right now that you will um, uh, touch save, deliver, and heal those that are lost, oh God. Bring them into the fold. Uh, uh, we, we are, they are needed. You said in your word that the harvest is plenteous and the labors are few. One translation says that the harvest is white and the labors are few. Another translation says that the harvest is ready, oh God, and I believe that they are ready. And, and everything that we tried prior to now, they will hear and they will listen in the name of Jesus and they will be saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. And we seal that prayer in the blood. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, now that you will draw people out of that place of sin or error and bring them Mm. into repentance in the name of Jesus. It's always my cry and my heart, amen, heartbeat is that. Man of God, I pray that that your life, my life, our lives, amen, we that are called and known by his name, that our lives should be compelling enough 
that people will be either drawn to it or repelled by it. Amen. Because of the light and the life that mm-hmm. comes from us is supposed yeah. to make a difference in Jesus' name. So thank you again for releasing that prayer in our hearing and those that have received it. Amen. If you would like to just reach out and connect with Apostle Charles Keeley or his ministry, I'm going to give him an opportunity to share with us the ministry contact information. I know you're on Facebook, but please let them know also of this powerful men's ministry that the Lord has given you and your three amigos, as I call them, amen, (laughs) and share with the people of God in Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am. We we have a man on the front line every Wednesday at 6 on Facebook, and it's just men who, who, who are just being real about our walk with God and where he's brought us from. And uh, it's, it's by men, for men. We On Friday nights, we have a prayer line. Uh, the, the prayer line number, I know this is going fast, but the prayer line number is 720-527-5850. The access code is 527-9782. And, and uh, you come on there with us on Friday nights at 11, every Friday night at 11. Uh, me and the three amigos and anyone else who shows up, we just have prayer. Uh, we're getting back in our right position and in our right posture. Uh, that's what prayer, the, the prayer of the uh, prayer line is about. Uh, we are here located in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, the name of our ministry is Ecclesia Family Worship. Uh, you can uh, reach out to me on Facebook or the, our ministry page on Facebook. Uh, uh, also, my wife on Facebook. You can reach out to her, uh, and I don't mind. I don't mean to sound uh, anything, but uh, I'm, I'm just one of those old school fellows that says boys with the boys and girls with the girls. So men, y'all call me. Ladies, y'all talk to my wife, and uh, <laughs> everything will be will be wonderful. But I thank you again, Apostle Westbrook, for the opportunity, Miss um, um, Kim, uh, for the opportunity, and all of you who tuned in, may God bless you and heaven shine upon you. Amen. Thank you so much for that. And listen, that information will be available on the replay that will be on YouTube shortly. Amen. Dr. Kimmy Kim is always so, so, so on top of it. Amen. And making sure that it is available um, immediately following the broadcast. But we thank the Lord again for you, man of God, Apostle Charles Keeley. I'm sure we're going to hear from you and also from Prophetess Ann Keeley. Amen. Later on in the year, I hope. Amen. And also um, that we will perhaps be doing a, not perhaps, I know it's been pricked in my heart, uh, about doing a men's revival in particular Um, with you all and some other awesome and amazing men of God that the Lord has allowed me to cross paths with in Jesus' name. But again, thank you so much. And thank you, my listening audience. I truly do bless the Spirit of the Lord. And I know that he has released a word in your hearing that is a Kairos word of instruction in Jesus' name. And he receives all of the glory for everything that has been done thus far do believe he is pleased in Jesus' name. And as the man of God said, listen, I pray that that the Father God will continue to touch the life and nature of himself within you and breathe on your people that are under the sound of our voices, Father God. Thank you for the change that is taking place now by the mere fact of your word being released in our hearing. Indeed, change is taking place now. In Jesus' name. And I want to say thank you for stopping by for another Shabbat Saturday. Thank you, our producer, Dr. Kimmy Kim, and Elation Radio, iHeart, and Stricker Radio for this awesome platform. Amen for the people of God. And I pray the Lord will continue to bless you. I pray that he will enlarge your tent, amen, and territories in Jesus' name. And again, thank you for joining us this Shabbat Saturday with our very special guest, Apostle Charles Cheeley. Amen. 
my God today. Everyone, join us next week here on Elation Radio, Saturday, and Dr. Kimmy Kim and myself, Apostle Dawn Westbrook, amen. Next week, Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another Shabbat Saturday, again at this great station, Elation Radio. Thank you so much. I bless the Lord for you. I am truly excited and can't wait to hear the replay again. It blessed my soul, and I know it blessed yours as well. Now, please, Dr. Kimmy Kim, thank you, woman of God. Love you so very much. Please close us out. Love you, and shalom, everyone. Shabbat the Lord. God bless you. Oh, glory, God.